Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag your music note intro. Another episode of Hashtag Saints Twitter podcast coming at you. I'm going to preemptively apologize if the the energy's a little down. If I seem a little down, it's 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I've already taken my my trazodone, which is like a sleep aid that typically knocks me out. But <clears throat> we had some some issues earlier. Ryan and and Bree were driving back from New Orleans, back to Alabama from the game, and had some, some car problems, and so. We could have recorded this Monday night and had it up on Tuesday, but you said, you know what, man, the Saints in the worst season that any of us can think of since the Mike Dicta era, probably still was able to sweep the Falcons this season. Somehow, some way still was able to sweep them. So we wanted to come on record something it's not going to be a very long recap episode but we want to have something up so when it's posted on monday when you're listening to it you can appreciate it um i know you i know you're at the game most of the game ryan i know you didn't say for the whole game but just from your observations being there foot on the ground feet on the ground feet on the ground what what were your your thoughts of the team's performance today well, I mean, look, bro, they, they came in and, you know, they started off fast, which was nice. I thought the um, the first series offensively was about as clean as you can ask for. Uh, the pass game was working real real easily. Um, Dean Pease got hurt in warm-ups, bro. so the bro. Falcons didn't have a D.C. So. If, that's, if that's not the most Saints-Falcons shit I didn't <laughs> ever heard of, bro. Just the fact that it didn't happen to us actually shocks me. <laughs> right. That drink meme, bro. Like, oh, no. Oh, no, not D.A. Oh, shit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. It, you know, offensively, I thought they played clean. I thought you know, Dalton was Dalton was Dalton, man. Dalton really doesn't change week to week. Uh, he's he was been all the, right, man. Like he's, he's fine. Right. He's fine. You know what I'm saying? He's fine. He puts the ball where it needs to be. You know, it's it's just it, everything within about 20 yards or so. So you know, he was looking good defensively. I thought they got after it real well. Um. Energy was nice, you know what I'm saying? Just watching from my perspective, I thought everybody played with good energy and stuff like that. It was it looks like you looked like your normal, you know, your normal Saints versus versus Falcons game, bro. Like it just it kind of I kind of forgot for a moment of where I was, like where we are as far as the season and all that stuff. And I was just like, man, this just seems like a good old fashioned Falcons Saints game, you know, where we just trying to get out of here with a W, you know what I'm saying? And you know, of course. You know, you knew what would happen. Like when they went up with that score, bro. <laughs> Bree was like, "Let's get out of here," you know, so we could beat the traffic and all that. 
It was like 2110. I'm like, Psh. I'm like, I know this shit ain't gonna last. I tell you, by the time I got down on Porges, was about to book my Uber. I looked up, pull up NFL Network. It was 1821. I said, God damn it. <laughs> I'm so glad I left. <laughs> These niggas about to lose. Man, I so there was I watched most of the game. I I, I had um I, I flew back from the Bay Area today, um, back to LA. So but I, I was still able to watch most of the game, but there was a series where the Saints, it, it it was so reminiscent against the Bucks, um, of how for whatever reason, like this team can't and I mean I know why it's coaching, but this team cannot close out fucking games. They can't do it, bro. Can't do it. Absolutely cannot do it. It's it's I mean, I'm I'm trying not to be too pessimistic on this podcast because this comes after a win. Um they, they they swept the Falcons. They won today. And for all the optimistic fans, there's still marginal, marginal chance that they can win the NFC South. They're not going to win. But, but what we saw today, it, well, I, I want to start with the good. I'm not going to start with the negative. You, today has shown, and this season has shown, that you legit have offensive weapons and and players that you can build upon with Raheed Shaheed and Jawan Johnson. The transformation mm-hmm. that Jawan Johnson has done this season has legitimately become a tight end one. Um it's gonna end up with what? Almost close to like what 10 touchdowns in the season? Like something yeah, like, bro. like bruh. Um he's gonna be a restricted free agent at the end of the season. Um Easily a player to like to me, you you put a and it all comes, you know, with the cap number or whatever. But you got to put like at least a second round tender on him mm-hmm. at, at least. You have to, you got to. No question. Um, no question. And then you have Shahid who has essentially taken the mantle of being wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. Um, jo- Jarvis Landry is. I, I don't know. I don't know what the issue with Jarvis is. Like he had a bit, like a bad drop today. I don't know what the issue is with him. But Shahid, his his speed, his route running, like you mix put that next to Olave. Like all you're really missing, honestly, you know, to kind of as as a basketball team is you need. In in theory, that should have been Mike if you had not got hurt. But you need that possession receiver, that that one that go over the middle and that can make contested yeah. catches. Then you then you have it all with Olave Shahid. And you know, there's there's pieces here for, for next year. Um now we'll see how that's just deployed them depending on who's who's coaching the team. But they got they got the ball, they went three and out, one drive, and I didn't see that drive. And then they were able to hold the Falcons, I believe. They were able to hold Falcons, yeah. And then they got the ball back and um I, I said it. I said it out loud. I said, "These dudes about to go three and out again." Yep. <laughs> like I just, I just knew it, bro. Like I just, I just know this team. I know this team, and sure enough, they went three and out. the The defense was, and they the defense was able to hold. They came up with a big play of a combination of Bradley Roby and Justin Evans, who we've shit on this 
justifiably so, shit on this podcast with um, mo- most of the season. But Justin Evans had a big hit on Drake London. It, it popped it out, caused a fumble. Bradley Roby was there, able to, you know, recover it. And they were able to squeak by, run, get enough first downs, ice the game, essentially, with besides like nine seconds. Falcons did have nine seconds, you know, to get in field goal range, but they weren't able to. Um, it was a good win. But there, the the Juwan Johnson thing, the Rashid, the the Sheed thing stands out. But there are other things that just kind of just so glaring to me. It's just like, where where did the run defense go? Where where did it go? Yeah, yeah, man, that was that was kind of kind of disheartening because you knew they were going to try to run the ball. First of all, that's what they do, and then you start the rookie quarterback. So you know they wanted to take the pressure off the quarterback. So yeah, I mean the the run def- I mean that's been all year though. Like the run defense hadn't been terrible because you know they can stop a run game when they really want to, but it's been spotty at best, you know what I'm saying? Um But I you know, I thought they did it I mean, look, they didn't the Delphers didn't ask uh, Desmond Ritter to do like a ton. Um they kept it pretty simple for him and Honestly, he just he looked like a rookie. You know, I mean, he moved well. They did a lot of boots, kind of get him out of the uh, pocket and stuff like that. But, I mean, the Saints defense was on it pretty much, man. He couldn't really get much going in the past game. But, yeah, that especially the ending of the game, where it's like, man, they just needed a couple yards, like, to close the game out. And they just couldn't get it, it, it was It was inches. It just, bro, they just couldn't get it, bro. And that, to me, was really glaring. Like, that, to me, underscored, like, going into next season, I don't care who the coach is, like, your run, run offense has to be, like, top of the list. It's like, because, I, I mean, I'm not smart enough, football smart enough to diagnose everything, but it's like, it seems like the offensive line is, like, is basically like a man-to-man offensive line. Like, it's, there's no... Mm-hmm. There's no real run scheme. It's just like you take that guy, you take that, you take that guy, and try to overpower him, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no real run blocking scheme to it, and you just depending on the running backs to hit the hole when it opens up. Yep. It's just it's it's just watching it in person. It was just like man, like they can't run the ball. Like they can't. You know, Alvin Kamara popped off a few. Um, uh, what's his name? Who's the running back, Johnson? David Johnson. <laughs> he, he fought, David Johnson. He he had a few decent runs, then he fumbled, um, which is like, okay, you expected something like that to happen. It's like, of course, yes. he would fumble. Like, get this fuck out of here. And then, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, man, it's just it's just one of those glaring things. Like, man, just a team like this that wants to run the ball, that's what they want to do. They want to come out every game running the ball and they can't do it. Like they just can't really run the ball. You know, it's kind of like the Rams Rams are caught in the same position. A couple other teams. It's like, it just, it's like, I don't understand how that happens. I don't know if that's a talent thing. I don't know if that's just a coaching thing. I don't know, but I know that just needs to be an emphasis uh, going forward. You know, whatever happens next year. It, it, it does. Uh, Ross Jackson did a great job of illustrating you know, AK's. He basically he he put in context using I believe it was 
next gen i don't know the stats but you know when they the the charts the graph that does the yeah the the plays he showed today's game against the falcons that ak had and then showed other games that ak has had against the falcons that he's also had good decent to good games and he just really pointed out how even though ak went had like a whole over 100 scrimmage yards and all that everything was just so condensed yeah. with him as a player like they yeah. had a little in around with them and then he had a couple of checks down check downs you know but like that's it and when you look at those graphs it was just like what like holy shit like it is stark it is extremely extremely stark um we talked about in the previous show how it was very important like in this game they had to shut down you know cordero patterson for the most part they did they did a, a decent job against him but then it's like oh like tyler you know algier like the, the rookie running back the falcons had just had like 122 yards and, and a touchdown, bro. It was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is this? Like, where does this guy come from? Who is he? <laughs> like, what the- and I, I, I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. And this motherfucker was on the on the bench, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, shit. The crazy thing is when the Saints went had their second three and out, and they punted, and the Falcons got the ball. Part of me was like, this is it. This is how DA loses his job. This mm. is it. This is it. Like, I'm sorry, man. If you, if if you if he would have blown, and I I know I know 14 points isn't a large lead, but if you blow 14 points to the Falcons, Falcons, that's, that's... like against the Fal- like a bad Falcons team, it, it bro, like I think that would have put the nail in the coffin, bro. I really do. Now I'm not saying. I'm not saying in in hindsight, like I'm glad that they won, or like I'm not glad that they won because I am glad that they won. I'm glad they beat the Falcons. I'm glad they didn't. We didn't. The Saints and us as fans didn't have to be, you know, a, a butt of a of a joke of whatever. But all that said, I I was like, this is this is how we do it. This is it's about to happen. <laughs> like I felt it, felt it, I felt it, man. And then uh, at, the, at the end of the game, after they won, I was like, damn. We about to keep DA, huh? Yep, we a hundred percent, bro. This man, he is what is he? What's his record? He is sixteen and forty six <laughs> as an NFL head coach. But he swept the Falcons. <laughs> he the sure did. He sure did. Um, I'm trying to think anything else like about this game that kind of just really, really stood out to me. Um, can we can we just quickly talk about? How just insane that Marshawn Lattimore isn't on IR, bro? Or was was not put on IR? Like, what is going on, man? Like, I understand it was a tricky injury, but it's like, what is what is going on there? It's like, <laughs> shut the guy down. Like, it's it makes no I, sense, man. And, and like, you know, DA is like, yeah, we'll see. And then they put um. Uh, um, what's the co DC name? Uh, uh Chris Shard. They put Chris Shard out there, and his press said he's like, Nah, I don't think he's gonna play. <laughs> Pretty much, you know what I'm saying? He's like, We gotta see if he can even handle contact at this point. I'm like, What? What? <laughs> <laughs> trying to see if he can handle contact. Contact, 
It's like, why is this man not on IR, man? Like, put the guy on IR and let him bounce back next season. Like, what are the, what's what's going on with the decisions here, bro? Like, is DA still thinking, like, man, if we can just get in the playoffs? <laughs> bro, that would not surprise. Song? That would not surprise me at I'm, all. At all. I'm telling you, that's what he's thinking. I'm telling you, that's what he's thinking. Because DA know if he could sneak into the playoffs and maybe, maybe. You know, sneak out a win against like the Giants or something. I mean, he he solidified, bro. He got gonna be another two, three years, right? <laughs> Made in the shade, bro. Man, don't 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 let him pull. Don't let him pull some shit and be like a an actual team like like the Vikings, like the Vikings or like the Cowboys, bro. Oh, good man. night, good night. Um, oh. speaking speak speaking of the secondary. Um. Be gone. One, Alante Taylor's that dude. 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 I've seen him in person playing twice against the against the Niners and when we're at the game against the Raiders. We saw we saw in person what he did against Devontae Adams. Um they didn't they didn't put him just on Drake London, which I think probably not the best best move because Drake London had a, like his be- better games that he's had in a while. But he is referring to Alante Taylor. He's a player. He continues the trend of us completely shitting on whoever the Saints drafted in the second round of the draft and have absolutely been stud football players. First was Pete Warner. Now it's Alante Taylor. He's a dude. And Joey Joey during the Zoom says his favorite bit running bit in the NFL now is how he just can't get an interception. Like that's just a bit. Like there's some if you watched this game, he was trying to get an interception too. Right, he should have had a pick six. Should have had a ninety seven yard pick six. Man, (laughs) and he was in the hip. He was in the hip of everyone. I watched him closely, bro. And uh, you know, even though my seats was high in the high in the sky, it was right there that, on the. That's field. even that's 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 even better to watch sometimes. So it was, it was like it. all twenty two. I was like, yep. I was watching him real close, and he plays so well, man. He will like he will drop and read the wide receivers, you know, uh, release where they get to the top of their stem, and just like he can't be moved. Like once he gets to the top, it's like boom! It's like they hit a brick wall. And he's on their ass, bro. Like it's a, it's like a man to man press corner and a guy that can probably play some zone and stuff. Man, I, I mean, I think, I think it's time for Debo. I mean, I mean, you got to worry about this year, but next year, bro. Like if it's Sean and and uh, Latte, I wouldn't be mad at all, man. Oh, you, nah, man. I, and I don't know what that means for. Mad. I mean, if you. Again, we've talked about this a little bit, but if you're a smart defensive coordinator, you're a smart defensive coach, you gotta. Got to Ladebo, like shh, you got you got jump in that slot, bro. <laughs> like you got in that slot, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying trade a Debo because you want you know we as we learned this season, this season, yeah. Like you want as many corners as you can have, you know, good playing corners. So yeah, I mean I'm not saying get rid of Debo or nothing like that, but I'm saying like if you want your best defense, man, you put Alate and 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 uh Sean on the outside boy and get some physicality. They, then you could just cook up so much, bro. I'm not saying Alante is going to be as good as Lattimore. Like, Lattimore's top right. three top five quarterbacks. But, I mean, just look at what – I mean, 
Cornerback is hard as a rookie, bro. Hard, hard man. Hard, hard to play. And this game when he he because they targeted they targeted him nine times this game. He allowed three catches for twenty three yards, bro. And yeah, I know it was you know Ritter throwing the ball and all that stuff, but we've seen it like week to week. It's not like this was a fluke game. So it's just seeing him progress and play. He plays with so much confidence, man. He does, man. Well, like I like I'm. I, I, I think I'm okay as far as evaluating corners. I just see, like, he's going to be good. Like, I'm not really worried about his progress. As long as he stays healthy and he's not a knucklehead or nothing like that, I think he's going to be a good player. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, I just I, – I enjoy watching Saints games just to watch him play. Like, that's how mm-hmm. – that's how good he's he's been and has become this season. Um, it, isn't it just wild, just real quick, Desmond Ritter. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Had like a completion percentage of fifty percent. Had like not, like didn't even cross hundred yards passing. Got sacked four times, and the Saints still only won by three points, bro. Like ain't that ain't that wild? Like you know that. Shout, shout man, out that would shout out to to Rob on 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 Twitter for for to, for tweeting out that Desmond Ritter didn't throw for hundred yards, and we still almost lost. That's what I'm saying, man. Like that game should have been a thumping. You should have thumped the shit Thumping, out of the bro. Like, come on, man. Like, handle that little lightweight, man. I mean, they, they defensive coordinator was put on a cart. Got put on a cart. Like, would, how much would Greg Williams pay for that? You know what I'm <laughs> Got a cart off on a defensive coach, man. Like, that's some shit. But, uh, yeah, uh, speaking of other, you know, young players, like, you know, Shahid, as we talk about every week, man, boys, another dude, bro, like, Get him the ball more and more, man. He moves so well. Like, he just moves different. He just he does, man. Like, he's just so explosive in short, short spaces. Um, had the big play to him from Taysom Hill. Um, I thought they used Taysom Hill nicely in this game on some runs and had him throw the ball. It's like, what what, what happens to Pete sometimes? Because sometimes Pete will just come out of nowhere and start cooking a few things. It's like, what is this? I don't know, bro. It's like, what, what is going on with you, Pete, bro? bro? Like, I, you know it's funny. Sometimes I think it'd be like, oh shit! If I if I keep calling some good plays like this, they don't think I'm gonna want to be back next season. Let me let me let me cool off. That's just how I be at my job. Bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I start looking at my little productivity. I'm like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I haven't I haven't closed that many tickets the past couple of weeks. Let me <laughs> let me go hard for a day or two. I'm just saying, man. Um, speaking of the whole it being a three, the Saints won by three, all that, and I know, and I, and I know, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not, but seeing two things today just juxtaposed to the Saints kind of tells the full story. Detroit Lions were one and five start the season, bro. One and five. 
They are now seven and seven. Yep. Second in the NFC North. And might fuck around. Might fuck around and make the playoffs, bro. The Lions. Yep. Playoffs. One five. Lions. You talked look very you talked about how you you know sometimes it, it just seems like the offensive line doesn't even have like a plan. They just they're out there just blocking, yeah. bro. Just blocking. Yeah. We've all you've also said in the past on this very podcast of how sometimes like you you just talked about it, right? Sometimes Pete cooking, Pete Carmichael cooking, sometimes he getting cooked, bro. Just just like, uh, let's do this one. Uh let's run yeah. this one, right? Call him please, yeah. Ben Johnson, hashtag give me the Johnson. <laughs> Did something in this game against the, the Jets today to beat them where I, I, I can't really explain it. There's a good Twitter video explaining it for someone who covers the Lions, but I'll, I'll try to keep it very concise, short and concise. Basically, on, on the fourth down early in the game, they call a play and Amaral St. Brown kind of leaks out and they kind of move the pocket. They move the pocket and Jared Goff kind of roll, rolls his right and hits him for a, a game to convert on first down or convert and get the first down. This is fourth and three. Game is on the line pretty much. John, or the Lions have to score a touchdown. They run this action where it's almost the exact same play. So all the action offensively is flowing to the right. The Jets have a good, good defense, a good, fast, good ass defense. But sometimes, if when you play in a good, good, fast defense, sometimes they're very over aggressive in their pursuit. Yeah. So they, so Ben Johnson calls a play where all the action goes is going right, and just, just, just this tight end, you know, little second string, third string tight end, bro, just leaks out a little bit to the left. All the action defensively is going to the right. Jerk off, jerk off hits him, boom. About like a 30, 40 yard touchdown. End up being the game winner. Bro. Mm. That is that is plays. That is just great offensive play calling. The funny thing is, the Saints try to do some the, some similar shit against the um against the Bucks or who what play who they ran with with the the merit play bro where he was like the fullback I don't know was that the Bucks I don't remember what game was it was that the Bucks they was, was the Bucks, Bucks bro yeah. they was doing they they doing the exact same thing bro like oh we're gonna put merit in it's always gonna be like a run tail and they try to do the same thing and they try to pass off of it shit didn't work so sometimes <laughs> execution doesn't work but like I also think sometimes like if you have a good smart play caller like that helps with the execution, if that makes any sense. Right. And I saw yeah, that, yeah. and I was like, man, you you bring Ben Johnson here, you give him Olave, you give him Shahid, you give him AK and Jawan Johnson? Bruh. I need it, bruh. Man. I need it. I need, I, need, I need Ben Johnson, bruh. I need it to happen. Need it to happen, bruh. Need it to happen. And I'm still, you know, even though – you know, AK had one of his better games today. I'm still like, man. It was it just uh, felt very two, just two, meh. Just meh. Two recept two receptions. You know shit is bad with AK and his utilization when fucking John Hendricks is tweeting out like there is crucial third down calls in this game against fight against the Falcons. Crucial third and ones there. And he wasn't on the fucking field, Ryan. On the field, bro. I watched I watched him come off the field. He's 
got that little look on him like, oh my god. John Hendricks is like, on? like John Hendricks is like, what are you, like, what are you doing? When John Hendricks and, and, and against, Ross, against Falcons linebackers, like the Falcons linebackers are trash, bro. When John Hendricks like, and Ross Jackson is calling out the team on Twitter for coaching <laughs> and bad mistakes, even in a win, it tells you everything you need to know. I use, I just brought up the example against using the Lions and Ben Johnson. Let's flip. Let's flip this shit. Let's go, let's go through a game today, bro. Let's talk about the Jags and Cowboys. Can we talk about the game? Can we talk about Jags and Cowboys, bro. Ooh, Six and eight. Well, they they Jacksonville came in this game five and eight. Cowboys were sitting pretty in the NFC and nine and three. They fall. They fall to the Cowboys in this game. They get down in this game, and. Doug Peterson, who is a quarterback whisperer, is now bringing out the best of of Trevor Lawrence, showing that he is deserving of the praise of where he got drafted. His team fought back, got that game to overtime. Don't then the Cowboys defense ain't no ain't no scrubs, bro. Like they got a scrub at all, and they got thirty points put on them against the Jags. Bruh. And when the Saints interviewed Doug Peterson, they had this man on Zoom, right? On Zoom. He just won a Super Bowl in 2018, bro. <laughs> that man on Zoom, bro. <laughs> on Zoom, man. The Jags might fuck around and win the AFC South. The fucking Titans keep stumbling, bro. Like, this is some real shit. All, I say, all I'm saying this is to say coaching a Especially in the NFL is so, so paramount. I'm not trying to discredit the Saints from winning today. I'm not. But they were inches away from not winning that game. And that game today against the Falcons was way fucking closer than it should have been. DA made some dumb decisions. I don't know if it was DA or, or Pete or whoever the fuck ever made some dumb decisions in this game, and it's just like, Jesus Christ, it's coaching. When AK is talking about, when he was asked during this week about him lack his, him lack of getting, like, screen, screen passes and shit like that, his responses was, you'll have to ask Pete, and I plead the fifth. Hello. I plead the fifth. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Like he is sending messages, man. He is sending messages, and and it's unfortunate too, bro. Because it's a great player, man. It's a great player. One of the players I just enjoy watching, and I hate to see when players aren't utilized correctly. You know, he's being wasted. Like I bro. said, he had a nice game. He's being wasted. He, you know, he had twenty one attempts, but it's like, man, you should be abusing these Falcons, bro. It's like, man, why don't y'all? And you know, they kept going back to the run. Obviously, they wanted to run the ball. But I st- I mean, just from the first series, I was like, this is a throw game here. Like, this yeah. is a throw game. You could you could abuse these boys. You should cook them up. Some flea flickers. Give me something. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me some some cooking. Nothing, bro. It's cooking. I mean, he cooked a little bit, but it's like, you know, you got to put this team away, bro. You know, you go up 21 points, that ain't nothing. I mean, you saw what the Vikings did the other day. No lead is safe in this NFL. None. None. So what? So what? Um, Cincinnati did today uh, in the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, in the Bucks game, 
no lead is safe. And, you know, we were lucky we was facing like a rookie quarterback and, you know, a defense coordinator on IR. Because if it was, you know, if it was somebody a little more astute, they could have won that game, bro. You know, Greg. So Greg Rosenthal tweeted me. He said, "If Mary, if Mariota started that game, the Falcons probably win." I truly believe that. I truly believe that. And that's not saying Mariota is great, but nope. he was just good enough. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> just good enough to hit a couple of those passes that needed to be made um, to to you know get this game out of out of whack. But you know. Look, man, Saints got a W. They did. They uh, they did. They did what they had to do to win. You know, they won. So, well, how many wins they got now? Five. Five. They got five wins on the season. We'll see where it goes from here. Um, but the light is shining on Da for a week. It is, bro. Because he beat the Falcons. Uh, it was nice to be at the game, though. Uh, nice crowd in there. It wasn't packed, so I did see like a quite a bit of empty seats all around the dome. I thought that was interesting, but. You know, it was a good crowd, man. A little shit talking here and there. But um I'm like, man, like like they gotta like this has to be reflected in the balance sheet some kind of way where they're seeing, you know, these I mean it's talking about the a Saints Falcons game, it used to be hard to get tickets for that game. Yeah, you know man. What I'm saying? So it's like they gotta be seeing this shit, bro. And I'm not saying that'll be the catalyst for them to get rid of DA, but I'm just saying it's something they got to put on the list. Like, come on now. Yeah, something gotta do better. Than something. That. Um. <laughs> so next three games at Cleveland, Woo. at Philly. You end with Carolina. Uh, is that a home game? At home, at home against Carolina. At home, yeah. Are we really about to watch these dudes on Christmas Eve get beat by? Mr. 20 plus allegations himself, bro. Mr. 20, man. He won't. Oh, I think this is the game. I, I didn't watch his last game. Um, oh, this, I think this, 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 this is the bounce back game. This is the bounce back. Like, this is his third, you know, fourth preseason game, whatever, <laughs> where he really start cooking. His, people start forgetting about the allegations and everything, man. Watson is back. Franchise quarterback for the Browns. I just can't. I can't. Like, even if it hurts the agenda, bruh, even if it hurts the DA agenda, can we not can we not lose to him, bruh? Can we just can we not? Although, although I'll say this. I'm let me let me see that. Let me say this. If you ask me if I'd rather the Saints beat the Browns or the Saints beat the what? Eleven and one Eagles, bruh. Mm. Bruh. Take my toughy, bro. No, I'm out. I won't. I won't. They ain't beating the Eagles. They ain't beating the Eagles, bro. They ain't beating the Eagles, bro. Ain't happening. Unless they chill. Unless the Eagles just like lay a goose egg. Just cover that bitch just like la la. <laughs> they, they are not beating the Eagles, bro. Ain't happening, man. What I do want to see, though, again, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this as we wrap up. What I do want to see, though, I want to see at least 10, 10 to 14 snaps with Elante on A.J. Brown, bro. I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it, bro. Because A.J. Brown is the type of receiver where he wins with his physicality. He wins kind of by being a oh, yeah. bully. And, like, like, 
a lot of things don't get bullied, bro. Like, because like, his his body and his stature and just his yeah. it's, it just it you don't see cornerbacks typically built like he is be able to be as fast and quick and shifty right. as he is. That's the key. That's the key. You know, it reminds me of um, uh, Richard Sherman a little bit, but like he he's like a better athlete than Richard Sherman. I, I you was, know what I'm saying? I was Which is, I was gonna say. Take a Saints legend. Take like Brandon Browner in his prom, but actually with athleticism. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's a good that's that's, that's a good. Call. Oh, one thing I wanted the, the reps, bro. Like, oh, we didn't talk. Yeah, bro. Oh my like, god. Like, uh, it's it's just a weekly thing, though, man. It's like, come on, man. That is that was the interception. It was an interception. It wasn't DP. It wasn't DPI on Honey Badger. It wasn't DPI. It wasn't. I, I it wasn't was like, DPI what? on Alante Taylor. I mean, the dome. The dome was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they were boo birds and everything, bro. It was unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. You probably missed it, but uh, the Commanders pretty much had a drive where they needed to score a touchdown. And get two point conversion and tie the game against the Giants tonight, Sunday night football. They're at they're like they're on, at the Giants like two, and they throw uh, Heineke throws a pass in the end zone to Curtis Samuel. The Giants defenders defended Curtis Samuel. It is absolutely clear pi, not as bad as the no call, but like fucking absolutely clear as day pi. Don't get called. Like, I I don't know. I I don't. I don't have any analysis. It's just like it just it sucks the life out of you when it happens. It's like what the fuck. I don't know how the NFL could fix it. I don't think they even are going to try. I mean, I think. I think it's not even like they are close. They're getting close because they don't have a real sky judge now. But I have seen this year. Where New York or whoever calls in and corrects a play quickly, but it's not like a system. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just more. Just depends on what the play is, who's doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's just there's no system to it. None. Like if they had a real system that just like we see it. Like if we see it in real time, the people are like, oh, it's gonna take too much time off the clock. No, like we see it <laughs> on a replay instantly. Like okay, that's that that was an interception. You know what I'm saying? If they could just have somebody just call down real quickly, like. That was the interception. Like, why not? Like, what's so hard about that? Not hard at all, bro. Not hard at all. Uh, anyway, anyway, we, <laughs> we it, it's 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 midnight here. It's it's two a.m. where Ryan is, but we want we wanted to finish this, so it's up by Monday morning, so y'all can listen to it on your commute at work, whatever. Rest of the week, we appreciate you. The holidays are coming up, uh, so please. Please, if you're traveling, be safe. Uh, enjoy your loved one. Enjoy your friends and your family. Um, all that. I did want to give a shout out to uh, Alan, who does the yeah. hashtag uh, tailgate together, a fixture in this in the hashtag Saints Twitter uh, community. Uh, his mom's going through um, ALS and not doing well. As someone whose mom passed, yeah. passed away from ALS uh, last November. Yeah. Uh, it, it hits home with me. So 
much yeah. love and, and thoughts and prayers to, to Alan and his family. Um, and we will be back on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll probably be back on Wednesday. Do the preview pod for the Browns game. Browns game is on Christmas Eve, which is a Saturday um, at, at 10. So we shall see how it goes when they play the Browns. Saints are at five wins. Can they can they can they get to bro these if these dudes somehow end up being eight and nine, bro, to end the season, I'm done. I'm done with them. I'm done, bro. <laughs> Could you imagine when all this shit so annoying, bro? Just, annoying. That would be so annoying. So annoying, Ryan. So fucking annoying, Ryan. Anyway, they probably won't. But we'll talk about it. We got you guys covered. Uh, thank y'all for the support. We appreciate it. Um, you know, become become a Patreon. It's, it's a holiday season. Become a Patreon. You know, get a a coffee mug. You know, for your for your loved ones. If you you know, if they're fans of the podcast, just become a Patreon. Uh, we appreciate all our listeners. With that we're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.